Okay, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Let's go, fellas! Hello, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? All right, guys. So the Patriots drop another one to the Buffalo Bills. I know the two of you were optimistic Ugly. optistic going into it. Uh, things didn't really go in the were Patriots we? direction. We were optimistic, weren't we? You guys were. We were, we were feeling froggy. We were optimistic. Feeling, feeling froggy. froggy indeed. Uh, yeah, Patriots were able to really make one good play in the game. I, I suppose, too, the, the Uche strip sack was a good play. I, I was Very initially talking about the Marcus Jones touchdown uh, on offense, surprisingly enough. But, you know, throughout the game, it was mostly a story of the Bills possessing the ball for two-thirds of the game, converting every third down they really needed, converting in the red zone, and the Patriots doing none of those things. So, JJ, off the bat, what was what was your main takeaway from this matchup? Oh. Main takeaway, meaning one thing. I don't know. There was multiple things. Um, I feel like this was the game where everything we had feared in the offseason had come to a head. Buffalo, uh, team you you knew you were chasing, uh, left an ugly flavored taste in your mouth, mouth uh, last year with the playoff loss, and now you come in. They're at you're at home. What what can Bill Belichick do? What does this offense do? Have you have you done anything to switch up things against their you know the way you play defense against their offense? Um, you know, is your offense finally humming a little bit coming off of Minnesota? The answer to all that is no, and we sucked. It was, a, it was an ugly offensive game uh, when a special teams player leads your team in receiving when you spent mm-hmm. all this money on receivers and tight ends. You know, upwards of. 60 to 80 million dollars and you put a rookie you know that was a great play that was a cool gadget play like you said that was one of the good ones um but it was almost like once you realized it's like that's what we were going to because we couldn't actually figure out an offensive game plan we didn't and they weren't even doing a lot on defense it wasn't like they were drawing up some crazy schemes it's like they kind of you know it seems like the similar thing like we only run so many plays and that's like Mm -hmm. now people scout us it's you know we've had there's so much tape on you at this point um it's easy to scheme up against and it's easy to figure out oh and third down they're going to probably go to one of these three things and if we stop those three things or are ready for those three plays or whatever it is like they're not going to they're not going to convert we moved the ball a little bit um mac had didn't have a good game we barely ran the ball stevenson was you know averaging 5.4 yards a carry only got 10 carries uh, they put in Kevin Harris for a carry on a, you know, ridiculous, just get dominated. The second half was terrible. I mean, it was just bad. It was bad football. It's unfortunate. Yeah, my main takeaway was that the Bills are just way, way better than us. They're better coached by far right right now as far as their play calling. Um, I mean, some of these plays, I thought it was very telling. There was a key drive. Uh, Buffalo's up 10-7. This is the end of the second quarter. The pass get the ball from uh, Uche, cause fumble. Uh, Judon recover, recovers the, the ball. The ball's at the pass 42, and we have two timeouts left. I think there's like 120 this or something left on yeah. the clock. Uh, balls at, we have two timeouts. Uh, Stevenson gets a 14-yard run. Nice comeback route from Myers for nine. 50 seconds left at the Buffalo 33. Uh, draw play for nothing. It's third and one, and we have no secondary play ready to go. So 11 seconds we let tick by, 
and then we decide to call a timeout with 34 seconds left. Yeah. Uh, QB sneak we run out of that timeout. Unbelievable. Um, and we take our final timeout with 32 seconds left. And then a couple conservative th- calls and a throwaway. And then we have to kick. And it's fourth and six. And Folk, like, I don't know what happened there, but he hits the crossbar on a 48 yard attempt. I thought that was telling of the whole season. Well, and Ryan, you don't have a secondary forgot- play. I was going to say, you forgot to mention real quick what was happening in between those two timeouts. We got a second. It was second and nine. We ran the ball. We had to call the timeout, the first timeout there, because they didn't have another play ready to go. It was second Half and the one. Game, second and one. I'm it was sorry. second and one. And we yards. ran. It was yeah. second and one. And they ran for, and we didn't have another play lined up ready to go. And then we got stuffed. We QB snuck it for a first yeah. down and took a time. I mean, that the QB sneak there. The fact that you had to take a timeout for a QB sneak when it's, I mean, I'd call it four down territory on fourth and one. I probably would have fucking went for it, but like that was abysmal. That was it's amazing, as bad dude. as it gets. Third, second and one, you run a draw and get stuffed. You let 11 seconds go by willy nilly. Everybody's confused because there's, there's, there's no secondary play ready to go. And then you come out of that timeout and you run a QB draw and you call an immediate timeout. And that's two seconds. So basically, you just wasted both timeouts for what two yards? Not even. You know what I'm a saying? Like, yeah. yeah, it was it was abysmal. It was abysmal. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's, only... that's dysfunctional. I mean, we all knew that. Take the timeout. Take the timeout right now. Don't let any time go. I almost feel like Bill took the second timeout after the QB sneak because he was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" We're taking a timeout and figuring out what we're doing for, because it was so wretched at that point that they were probably, he was worried they were just going to run out the clock and not know what was going on. I mean, I almost got that vibe. It looked like something you would see from a high school team, just not being prepared. How do you run a a draw with in a two minute drill? You know, you need this score successful in the past. Yes. Yes. But you have to have a second. Exactly. You need to have a play. secondary play to come off of that, especially if you don't get it. It was like, right. I feel like there's maybe 30 plays in our playbook right now. You know, <laughs> maybe, like that way. <laughs> maybe, uh, you know, and it's, it's just like, and then in the second half, we like take our foot off the gas. We're just running like garbage. Yeah. Little plays. Green it's, passes. It's, it's, and, right. Well, was, on some know, of these plays, it's third right and long and we're running third and long. Why are we running? All right. So if it's third and nine, why are three of our receivers running five, six, seven yard routes? Right. You know it's what I'm saying? Like issue. that kind of shit, dude. Constant problem. Yeah. I think Ryan, you touched yeah. on really the last time in this game that the Patriots had a chance to do anything of note, which was end of the first half. They get that Uche strip sack. Everything had been going against them for the whole game at that point. It's like, okay, can we just put something together? We got a minute, minute 10, something like that. Minute 20 when they take over. <clears throat> Can you do something with it? And sh- they start to move the ball, actually. They, they get it down there and then just brain farts, short kick. Doesn't happen for them. One thing I would note is that Bills came into this game. The, the big story was Bills haven't punted in like two years against the Patriots, something like whatever it was. And um, yeah, right off the bat, they go field goal, touchdown, touchdown. The Bills do. <clears throat> and then our defense kind of figured something out. And we forced them to a three and out, forced the fumble. Then there's the end of the half kneel down. And then a punt to start the second half. And I was convinced Mm -hmm. as soon as we punted the ball back to them, 
after they had gone field goal, touchdown, touchdown, I was like, this is it. They're going to score another touchdown, take it to halftime, get the ball in the second half, score another right. touchdown. It's the playoffs all and over. It's going to be over. To the point that I actually, we were at a, like a family uh, birthday party and I left and I was like, I don't care if I miss the next half hour because this sucks. Luckily, Amazon lets you rewind. So another good thing about Thursday Night Football. But uh, our defense actually figured something out in there. Now, what ended up happening was the Bills figured it out on their side. and They get a 10-minute drive for a touchdown, really puts it out of reach. And then it was like the Patriots after that, offensively, it didn't matter. It was like, let's just run the ball, yeah. do whatever. Whatever you can do to get positive yardage. But for a split second, they had a chance. They did. They did. I mean, when you tell me that Buffalo scored 24, I mean, I, I get it. The defense didn't you know they had their moments where they were letting up a lot of plays and you know big long drives and stuff like that but this game i mean it seemed like it was very well out of hand and hand it was only 24 points i mean they you know they didn't do anything in the third quarter the fourth quarter they scored a touchdown you could have been in this if you came out in the second half at all and did anything and made any kind of offensive adjustments and they didn't. And, you know, one yeah. thing, too, with the plays, getting the two plays in at once for Matty P on that play, like, why, you know, why didn't on the second one, why didn't he have two plays called or something like that? All game. And I started noticing this in Minnesota. It takes them a long time to get the plays in. Have you guys noticed this? No. Forever. People are oh, yeah. looking around, like, wondering where the play is. People are going up to Mac. What's the play? What's the play? And I don't know if that's a him to Mac thing, Mac to the team thing, but it seems like Mac is looking at the sideline, like waiting for plays a lot of the time and like waiting. Like, I guess I never really noticed that before. I don't notice that a lot, but in Maddie P's like sitting there looking, I don't think he knows what's going on. I really think he is, doesn't know what to call or how to set things up outside of just lining up and calling stuff. I mean, Sean, you sent us that, um, you know, the Kurt Warner breakdown video it was a great video. So it good. just showed how sloppy the route running was. This It didn't even go into the offensive line. And, like, I can imagine the offensive line. He didn't have to line. touch on the offensive line, yeah. And it, it was it, just it, sloppy, sloppy route running. Guys cl- too close to each other so nobody's open. So, you know, the splits being off, all different little things. And then you see Buffalo. They're down in their nobody right left tackle, and they adjust their splits like, what was it, like a yard? Do you see that? Yeah. Did you notice that? Oh, the, Normally on a defense, when you see that, you attack that because that's very easy to attack up the A-gaps, the B-gaps, blitzes, stuff like that. I know you're worried about Josh Allen, but, like, they made an adjustment. We didn't attack that, and it just and it worked out for them. We didn't do – we can't do anything. This is a ba- yeah. It was a bad game. Yeah, and and Bill says it's, it's too late to change it, uh, which sucks because we have to watch this for the rest of the season. But he did say, like, at this time, which is kind of leading you to believe that there's going to be a change made in the offseason. So for the yeah, next... Yeah, like, I would have... If we had more time, I would have made the change now. Yeah. Type of thing. I think for the next five weeks, we have to continue to suffer through this. It's really not entertaining. It's one thing to lose, but to be so, like, boring to watch. And then I, I was really annoyed in the second half because it felt like we took our foot off the gas and we were just kind of like... Giving up. It felt like giving up, honestly. Even even and... our last drive, when it just took us so long to get down the field and like put something together where we could even get in field goal range. You remember that? Yeah. That whole sequence mm-hmm. at the end was like, oh, we got down pretty quick, but then we, you know, minus five yards. Okay. And then a penalty. Oh, and then they get, it was like pulling teeth 
just to get okay, a was, drive yeah. together. And this is and that was in hurry up. It's like where was the hurry up ball game? Where was keep it? Once again, I don't think Buffalo. You know they're a good defensive unit, but there was nothing that I was really seeing that was like so like wow. You know they called a great defensive game. No, we just can't do anything. Yeah, I think watching Kurt Kurt Warner's breakdown too is really enlightening. Telling. I thought that was it's awesome. Telling. Uh, I mean, telling. it's just like you're watching all these routes and you're watching the depth of them, and the depth is like way off, and the scheme is way off to the point where like you're not attacking defenses' weaknesses. You're just calling the play and not adjusting, you know, there's no option routes, you know what I mean? Where, where a guy can read the defense and, and make a different decision or, and the depth of them and, and just the way they're schemed is you're putting guys in the same area all the time. And it's yeah, easy to defend. It's yeah. very easy to defend. It's frustrating to watch, man. <laughs> I was watching you know? the, uh, the fourth quarter comeback Buccaneers. And I kept noticing yeah. how, Brady kept hitting guys in between the hashes, like dead center, middle of the fields. Yep. And there was no one else in the middle of the fields. It would be like two guys outside the numbers on both sides. Like they were stretching mm-hmm. the defense all the way, and they would get that isolation, particularly Chris Godwin matchup in the center of the field or the running back. And it just it works way better when you do it like that. We're just running all these like double crossers with these guys five yards away from each other. One guy can cover both. It's just literally. Like, I mean, half the times that Mac is throwing to the guy he's supposed to throw to, there's like four freaking defenders there. And we're like, why is he throwing there? Well, it's because there's three receivers in the area and there's a safety. So everybody is there. It's like you're inviting everyone to the freaking party on his on his hot routes. It's like, why? How are we doing this? How is it? It's so rudimentary. And, and you know, another thing, Joe Judge just hasn't really been around. He hasn't really been talking after games. You don't see him much on the sidelines. God only knows what he's doing because Mac Jones's mechanics look worse than they were last year. Yes, so exactly. it's like your quarterback exactly. coach who's supposed to be training this kid, like eyes down the field here. You're reading this guy. This is how your feet want to be. This is where your feet want to be pointed. Like all that shit's so much worse this year too. And it's like, yep. oh, great job, uh, great job over there, uh, Joe. Fucking kill him. Yeah, his mechanics are messed up. He's 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 like doubling doubling up with his feet, like kind of like pitter patter before he throws. He's throwing off his back foot. His front shoulders wide open. It's just like his balance is way off on some of these throws. Um, That's I feel what he's bad being for coached Mac. or what he's not being coached. There was one play where he scrambled for like since they started tracking it. Yeah, they yeah, said they've like never seen circles. anyone. They've never seen anyone scramble for as many yards as he did before he threw the ball. It was 66 yards he ran in the backfield on one play to find someone open. And I think he ended up throwing the ball away. That's how bad it is right now. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Uh, This is our favorite talking point, talking about Tweedledee and Tweedledum, Matt Patricia, Joe Judge calling this offense. Well, it's just sad that every, this is what we were all, everybody, everybody and their mother was worried about this before the season started. And it took till week 12 to be like, wow. It came true. It happened. They blew it. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the Patriots find themselves now at six and six, uh, still in the playoff hunt. Remarkably, uh, they, they got helped out Had by a, a lot couple of help. games oh, yeah. this weekend. The uh, the Jets drop one, the Chargers drop one. So they, they remain just one game out of wildcard contention. They have the tiebreaker against the Jets from, from beating them two times 
and then have the tiebreaker over the LA Chargers because Chargers have more losses inside the conference right now. A lot to happen over the next month. Who knows if they're going to make the playoffs? Who knows if it's even really good for us to make the playoffs at this point? But I'd, um, I'd still rather make the playoffs. Obviously, I'd I, re- I would rather. Yeah. There's an argument that you would prefer to get a better draft pick. No, 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 forget that. no, no, no. I don't want to make the playoffs with this. With this, see, if you make the playoffs, oh, you you're, don't. You're telling Belichick, no, no. You want to make the playoffs with with Matt Patricia and have another year of this? I think it's so bad that unless this game scores forty plus points in the next five games, there is no way anyone cares. I mean, I, we, I got, we already got the fool's gold. We already saw the fool's gold of our offense against Minnesota, which is, you know, really not a very good pass defense. And I just feel my biggest fear is that we sneak into the playoffs and we we let this happen again, which is just a wasted year of Mac Jones's progression. I I think it's too bad. I I don't think a playoff berth will do anything for that. I don't don't think it helps makes this situation any different. Well, my biggest if hope get in, is that if, if Belichick, my biggest hope is that Robert Kraft steps in. Oh yeah, there you go. If uh, that's that's one of the words on the street. I don't know if you guys are picking up these oh, feelers yeah. that are going out there about a potential Tom Brady free agency destination in New England next year. Yeah, I don't know how that's coming up. That's crazy. That'd that's, be hilarious. That's, that's nonsense. Is that you know, just some, somebody making stuff? Yeah, up? it's just. I think. Yeah, so. I think so. Why would Tom want to come here right now? To work with know. Matt Patricia on offense? Well, definitely not that. Fuck he would no. he would come in and he would be like, Bill O'Brien's coming back or I'm not. Or something yeah. along those lines. Whoever is, is his person of choice. Right. Uh, uh, I don't know what the choices are right now, but it's... It's far-fetched. I mean, it's definitely far-fetched. I don't know where I else he lands. I don't, know, I don't know where else would uh, be a good fit for him. I'm I'm, mo- I'm mostly upset San about... Fran. San Fran is an easy one for they me. They have Trey Lance still. Still... I don't think they give a shit. I think they've already accepted think... that they've blown that. No, I think no, he yeah. got injured Jimmy... out for the year. They didn't. He was bench terrible. Him. He was Played really one game. bad, really bad. I mean, I'm not a Trey Lance believer, never have been, but they put a lot of investment into that. It's it's hard to sit him again for another year. We'll see. And then after that, yeah, we'll see. I don't, I don't know Carolina. Like where? Tennessee. Tennessee. Well. Maybe Tennessee. New York. Um, what about the Jets? Oh, God. Can you imagine him playing for the Jets? I, he I almost played for I, the Dolphins. I'd hope he doesn't. Dude, the, the Jets, Jets would be so good with him. It, it would suck. <laughs> It'd be disgusting with him. Speaking of which, the, the Jets go into Minnesota last weekend. It's a great game. Mike White yeah. with his second start. Uh, and, and to your point, James, the, the Vikings' pass defense just gives up yards after yards after yards. They do get two takeaways in the game and get a couple crucial red zone stops, and they're able to win by five points. Yeah, I mean, Justin Jefferson is just such a different player. Um, he just is incredible. The catches he makes, he, I mean, you, I would say normally that Kirk Cousins is terrible, which I've really lived on that hill for a long time now. <laughs> but because Jeff, Justin Jefferson is so freaking good, he will throw a terrible pass and somehow – this kid will catch it. Like there was one sort of first down late in the fourth quarter where he just extended his arms out, you know, in front of him and his arms are long as hell catches. I mean, it was a terrible pass. He had no business catching it. It would have just awful. He makes Kirk cousins look great. It's crazy how good he is. And, uh, the Jets almost did it. 
Yeah, he he's probably the best receiver. I'll I guess I'll concede on that that he might be the best receiver in the league. He's just special. And yeah, yeah the Jets almost had it, man. They almost had it. It was pretty. They I did. Mike they had White threw a, a Mike threw White threw a pick. The pick at the end, fourth, right? Fourth and ten on the uh, Minnesota nineteen that was returned yeah. for five yards. That that's what ended the game. They were making a run at it, man. You know, they they played pretty well. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of people. That. A lot of people picked the Jets in that one. They've already said that Mike White will start again next week. So Zach Wilson remains in purgatory there in New York. I think he. You think he's done? No, not for no. good. good. Th- it's only his second season. I mean, his replacement's throwing for three hundred thirty yards know. a game, basically, right? Pretty, so, and they made him throw fifty-seven attempts. At. Fifty-seven That's a times. Yeah, his completion yeah. percentage sucked too. Just remember, last so. year Mike White had a big show onto the, coming onto the scene party, and then it went right down the tubes. You got to see if he could sustain it. Are the are the Vikings mm-hmm. the uh, ten and two team that just no one gives a shit about? Like, is that yeah, precisely? It, it, it kind of seems like that. Everyone's just like, yeah, but they're gonna fucking lose. There's no chance. Yeah. Do you remember the? Uh, I mean, this might be an older reference, but I think it was 2008, and that Kerry Collins was the Tennessee Titans quarterback, and they were like eleven and two. I think they might have finished the season like thirteen and three, and everyone was like, they're nothing. Like. Don't worry about him. It's Lendale White and a rookie Chris Johnson. Like, don't worry about Holy this right. And they just got bounced. I haven't heard that name round. in a while, dude. That's right. Lendale White. Yeah, so every, every so was often it, there's one of those teams. It, last year it was the Titans, who I think they were they were one of the top seeds in the AFC. And no, no one was like, watch out for the Titans. Yeah, no one cared. No one cared. Yeah, the, the Vikings are that team. Yeah, I think they have, like, the lowest combined um, points point gap for for winning all those games than any team yeah. with that record in nfl history yeah something stupid they're like eight no in one score games this year which is completely unsustainable also the patriots have a better point differential on the season than the vikings do right uh one of the other which games is bizarre <laughs> it's so bizarre one of the other games that, that helped out the patriots playoff contention the raiders are on a streak right now uh they they beat the chargers in a game the Chargers really needed to win. And now the Raiders, you look back, they're 5-7. and seven. They're one game back from the Chargers, one game back from the Patriots. Yep. After we all wrote them off, um, they're putting things together. Derek Carr cried at a podium, and ever since then, they're undefeated. Yeah, they finally realized, just throw the damn ball to Devontae Adams every damn time, and he will win you the game. I mean, uh, this He's year, got one we... of the highest. Um, he's Devontae Adams has won, I think he's in the top five for a percentage of quarterback throwing to one target in the NFL. So it's not like they haven't been trying to use him. And he, I mean, well, they have one of the working. better running backs in the league. It looks like they're finally, I know Josh McDaniel's scheme and system is really complicated. Um, they're finally so figuring it out. Right. It seems like they're finally figuring it out. It's something that probably you can't learn in, you know, four months or whatever it's been since he's been there five months. So, and I think, yeah, I mean, they're competitive on offense. Their defense is is not good, but oh. the um, the the Chargers are, are so banged up. I mean, struggling. Jo- struggling. Er, struggling. Her- Herbert's got to like play like a fucking MVP for them to even like move the ball, and he's he does a good job still. But their coach is so man. Bad. Do, you, do you see his jersey at the end of the game? His jersey is filthy, just covered in dirt and grass stains and it always is up and down his arms are just cuts and welts and bruises 
He's getting, getting his ass kicked, kicked up. up. Yeah. Well, that that's that coach over. There. That coach is a dumbass. If he really he looked should a lot, be fired. He was much cleaner last year with Rashawn Slater, though. Rashawn yeah, Slater's just true. a massive loss. I think it's definitely one of the best tackles in the league. Uh, they went out and got the kid from BC. Is it uh, Zion Johnson? Yeah, the, right the guard. guard there. He's yeah. So they're, they're. It's not like they're not trying, but I mean, some of the some of the pieces they ha- they're missing right now are brutal, brutal. Yep. And uh, Herbert has to stand on his head every game for them to win. The defense is not that good either. The defense is really annoyingly bad. Which is like that's that's why I think Brandon Staley really he's good. He should be on the defensive for his job because that team's talented. I know. I understand injuries. Haven't had injuries at the quarterback position, and that guy's basically all world. And you're yeah. supposed to be a defensive Eckler, coach. Figure it out. They need to run the ball more too. Eckler with only ten carries is, I mean, it's just not. It's just not winning football. You know what I mean? You make make Herbert throw 40, 50 times a game. Like it's it's too much. It's, it's too, too much, much to put on him. He's they're gonna ruin him. I really hope they don't. But he's got sacked five times. You know, they might be ruined. How many him. times? Yeah. They're not because he's so good, he's but I mean, bad. they should be. Yeah. Even, even poor coaches can't screw him up. Uh, <clears throat> uh, speaking of poor coaching and just generally poor gameplay, Broncos and Ravens played a snooze fest. Actually got oh. pretty exciting at the end as the Ravens were driving for their lives uh, down nine to three until that, that final drive helped out by a couple fortunate penalties for them. Lamar goes down in the mm-hmm. first half with a knee. He is considered yeah. week to week at this point. And uh, he the Broncos hurt. continue he to hurting, find a way man. to lose games. Yeah, this was Lamar one of those weeks where, like, so many quarterbacks got hurt this week. Uh, Lamar Jackson with a knee. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo with an ankle. Who else? I'm, I'm Baker Mayfield forgetting. with an ego. <laughs> with the ego injury. No, but there was, there was more than that, right? I, I can't. I don't know who's who's not coming to mind, but I'm watching that game. I'm rooting for Denver because Baltimore's playoff position right. could potentially help the Patriots. But you know, I I think I just decided after the Bills game that like I honestly don't want to see us bring back Patricia at any means. So if that means we have to lose games for Bill to be like fuck this offense, then sorry, I hate to switch back to the Patriots, <laughs> but I think Bill's you know gonna what I mean? come to that conclusion anyway. In February, yeah, I think I think it's already in stone. Yeah, yeah, he has to, man. He's too objective to not know that. Um, And and everybody's saying it too. I mean, that game. Do we want to really talk about the 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 actual Baltimore Denver game? Or no, it was ten nine. Not at all. All right, I was just pointing out that um, it it's pretty bad in some cities. We're at least not Denver. It's definitely worse in Denver. No doubt about that, because they just invested all that money into Russell Wilson, and that coach is a fucking disgrace. Um, Baltimore's they couldn't beat Baltimore without Lamar Jackson. And you know who they have? Huntley. Baltimore has been eking out wins for a month straight. I think they're gonna they're gonna have a really hard time with the Steelers next weekend. Steelers team that's been playing better as of late as Kenny Pickett's getting his legs under him a little bit. Yeah, yeah I love Mika Fitzpatrick with Lamar out. Lamar's at a free end- agent at the end of the year. I mean, I don't know where you go from here. That offense is a dead end. What they've been I love there for years. Minka Fitzpatrick intercepting that ball against the Falcons at the at the end of the game. I didn't see. And that it's one. an easy touchdown if he wants it. He takes it out of bounds. Yeah, just what to a, ice the game. What a pro move. Just ice what the game. So professional, dude. I fucking love that kid. Yeah. He is the best free safety in football for me. Um, but I was also hearing, I, I watching the college thing and and and. Um, 
I've heard that the Patriots are really interested in Bill O'Brien, uh, which is Bring I don't him know in. if there's anything concrete about that, but but that a lot of teams would be interested in Bill O'Brien. And knowing Bill and his relationship with Saban, he would wait until Alabama plays their bowl game, which potentially could be too long of a wait. Maybe someone's already going to reach out to Bill O'Brien and, you know, make him an offer he can't refuse. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to be in the head coaching ranks the way the things ended in Houston for him. But offensive coordinator, well, that's a that's a pretty well, sweet job to get the right. I'm talking about as an offensive coordinator. Yeah, that'd be right. great for him with Mac. Alabama ties, O'Brien's ties here. I think yeah. that would be perfect. We'll see. That'd Hopefully, something like that happens. It would All be right. ideal, but there's there's other guys you can get to. You know, the guy from TCU, Lincoln Riley's brother, or whatever. That I would I would kick the tires on. I just can't watch this shit again. I don't care who you know. You know, I don't care who your buddies with. Well, you bring your wife in next year. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Sorry, I mean, this yeah. was terrible. <laughs> Just okay, uh, another game we, we touched on before: the quarterback injuries. Jimmy Garoppolo goes down in the first quarter against the Dolphins. They bring in Bryce Purdy, a guy that I remember watching at Iowa State and going, "Is this guy good? I don't think so." But is he Mister Irrelevant? Mister Irrelevant. He comes in, leads the Niners to a victory. Didn't really. I, I don't know. Maybe that's not the right way to to phrase it. He did enough to bring him to victory. He actually made some really good decisions through some tight windows. But that that 49ers defense is a different beast, and they made yeah. two a see ghosts. They he let his playmakers win the game for him, and then he did. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did a good job of that. Uh, he's Mister Irrelevant, I think too. I think he was the last pick in the draft. He was, yeah. Um, yeah. The Dolphins got off to a hot start too. I want to say the first play of the game, they had a seventy-five yard play to Trent Sherfield. Yeah, guy. Trent Sherfield. I don't. I don't know who he is. You know, but, uh, you know, he's and they came back and, and clawed that one out without Jimmy G basically the whole game, too, because Jimmy got hurt really early. Uh, yeah. And they're saying was... Jimmy has a broken, broken ankle foot. and they're saying I thought it was a right, foot. So the is it a foot? Because that's worse than an ankle, right? Um, it was a foot. Now saying he's going to he, he's out for eight weeks or something, potentially seven to eight weeks. So it's week 13 maybe the second round of of the playoffs maybe first round who knows depending on how his recovery goes but i don't know i just like i like watching the niners because their defense is really fun to watch and their offense once they get the ball into like Ayuk or mccaffrey or kittle or uh debo Debo. i mean (laughs) jesus christ it's a lot of fun to watch once those guys are in space they're all good they're all really good Look for D'Amico Ryan's is going to be a really popular head coaching candidate, their defensive coordinator. Oh. Guy was a real he great was a linebacker. linebacker. Yeah. Alabama with Houston. Yeah. I feel like he yeah, used to get like 120 tackles like every season yeah, for Houston. Perennial. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Always making Houston. Tackles. He was, he was, the only he was good a cheat part of code defense. in fantasy. <laughs> yeah, he had wheels. So the Dolphins dropped to eight and four after that game. And uh, with the Bills winning. <laughs> Over the Patriots, the the Dolphins surrender first place. So now the, the Bills move up into first place, and they actually move into first place in the whole conference because the Kansas City Chiefs cannot get past Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Lost three Smoking straight games Joe. dating back to the regular season of last year. And it was another classic game where the Bengals' defense makes great adjustments. They scheme it up. Uh, they figure out things in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And then Chiefs miss a field goal. That was a big uh, a big play in the game, and then Joe Burrow just 
deals. He just deals. He doesn't make mistakes. Took over the fourth quarter. Yeah, Yeah. fourth quarter killed him. Mm -hmm. He's he's, he's the best young fourth quarter quarterback in the league. I think if you can give him any kind of time, he'll make, he makes such good decisions with the football. uh, Jamar Chase was kind of a non-factor in this game. I don't think he had any targets. Oh, he had eight targets. No, no, he had. I'm wrong. Yeah, eight eight receptions. Right, I'm looking at something else. Yeah, seven receptions, 97 yards on his first game back. That's huge. Um, I just love Joe, Joe Burrow, man. He's just a winner. Give me that fucking kid all day, you know? Yeah. Came alive in the fourth They're starting to impressive. figure things out, man. They're looking good. They're looking pretty good, especially now that uh, Baltimore, if Lamar can't play, see them yep. drop out, Bengals can jump, jump right in there. That'd be good for everybody. Four straight wins. Four straight wins. They got Cleveland next week. It'll probably be five straight wins. They're locking up that division, no doubt. Uh, Fifth-ranked offense in the league, 12th-ranked defense. They're a solid team. So, I mean, they're getting hot at the right time, you know, because they started off a little rocky. Oh, yeah, lost, to the, lost to the Steelers week one, and I think we all kind of, like, yeah. discounted them after that, right? Yeah. Because uh, the Steelers are shit. To a new level with getting, getting yeah. Jamar back. That, that helps yeah. immensely. Joe Mixon is probably going to come back in the next couple of weeks. You saw him on the sideline of that game. So, yeah, they're they're trending in the right direction. And despite Zach Taylor, uh, with that defensive coaching staff, they're they're a, a pretty balanced team. And with that fourth quarter guy on offense, you never know. Sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I like NFC, Zach Taylor a little bit. You like him? I do not. Zach like Taylor's him. not he's he's not bad. I mean, yeah, when he's had talent there the last couple of years, he's been Who? pretty good, man. Their head coach, Zach Taylor. I mean, his first two oh, years oh. Were, were trash, but yeah, once he's like, I don't know, forget him. <laughs> I'll re- we'll reevaluate come playoff time. We'll see how he does. Last year okay. he did he did All really right. well. Uh, NFC NFC East showdown: the Washington Commanders going into Wash going into New York face on face the G Men in a game where Daniel Jones I think might have been the leading rusher for the Giants. It goes into the end of the fourth quarter. They're able to push it in to tie it in regulation. Gets to overtime. Each team gets two possessions in overtime. No points. Played to a straight tie. Uh, is this ugly yeah. football or is this playoff football? I'm, I'm not sure. I, I feel like that game football. was kind of ugly. I was watching both of those teams um, flipping between that and the Minnesota Jets game. I'm just watching that. I was like, are these how how are these teams both seven and four, seven and five, whatever the hell it is? Right? I was Sneaky. surprised to see that because neither of them look very good. You know, neither of them look. You know. Neither of them have a good, great quarterback. The defenses were sloppy, letting stuff, you know, go. That they, I don't know. It didn't. It didn't look like playoff football to me. I'll tell you that. I I think that neither of them are real, real like Contenders. contending playoff teams. But they're both teams that like play really fucking hard all the time. So you know, you right. can take their quarterbacks away, and the rest of the team is pretty good on both those teams. So. <clears throat> I think the best no, part of the Giants game is, too much. is Dable. Dable comes around. He's he looks he's a presence over there on the uh, sidelines. Yeah, and the defense is wider? not bad, dude. He's does huge. He, he's, does he look wider he, he was than ever? Not that big, dude. Before on the Patriots, he was a normal sized guy. <laughs> now he just wears the shades. He's got the beard. He's killing it over there, and they love playing for him. What it seems like. What a difference between him and Joe Judge. It tells you almost everything about Joe Judge, doesn't it? It's almost the same roster. It's, it's, it's not that much exactly different. I, it, yeah, you're right. Yeah, besides Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau, which you know, great, great uh, college players and and high picks. Other than that, it's basically the same as it was last year, right? Yeah, so it started to look good. Biggest biggest acquisition they made was hiring Wink Martindale 
run that defense. Those guys Wink. are aggressive. Holy smokes, yeah. do they blitz. And Saquon has looked like a different player this year than last year, too. That yeah. has to be said. Even though they, they didn't really use him late in the game, which is surprising to me because I think it just shows he's, he's got to be in the top three of like leading rushers in the league. I hear at like the third quarter mark after the third quarter, I think he had 16 carries and in fourth quarter and overtime, he only had like two more carries, which is weird to me, you know, like, Hey, use your best player. But that's weird. Just seeing how good Detroit, not good, but Detroit and the giants are at least functional. It just makes so much sense. Why our offense is as bad as it is with those two guys leading the way. It's like, how else could it, how could you think of, think there was any other possible outcome? after seeing what yeah. both these guys did in New York and Detroit. And then, oh, let's see what they do running the offense of an offense line. It's like a train wreck. We're the worst. Yeah. Aren't we the worst red zone team in the league? Oh, we might be. We we're, might, like, we're, we're in the top two, I think. Top um, worst, worst two. Yeah, maybe Houston's worst. I mean, that, that would make sense. I work with a, a Lions fan, diehard, from Michigan. And the way he talks about Patricia – with, with such disdain <laughs> it's it's comical man you know we are they 31st, hate him first they f- 31st in red zone 31st right percentage. who's who's last the, Do you know uh, don't see it on my list here probably houston only looking at the patriots probably houston houston Actually, is they just never get in the red zone right uh, what is houston so, now one in ten gotta be yep one ten and one. Oh yeah one good old colts the colts game <clears throat> yeah. fucking colts dude so the, uh Real quick, I want to mention the Eagles beat the Titans. I didn't really see much of the game, but A.J. Brown went off for eight receptions, 119 yards, and two touchdowns. Three. And then the three Titans. Touchdowns. Was it three? Oh, I'm seeing receiving. Maybe yeah, he ran one in. Um, the Titans GM just got fired today. So, Am I wrong on the three touchdowns? I think it might be. I saw Traylon Burks get smashed in the end zone on a touchdown catch in that game. Yeah, Out cold. Yeah, was That was bad, bad man. I know, and he just got back, and he's been playing pretty good. It's too bad for their offense. He has been. But he has been. He, he still AJ made Brown. the touchdown catch. I know. Could have just kept A.J. Brown, who at, after the game said, I tried to do everything in my power to stay in Tennessee. It's like, oh. I think wow. he probably hardballed them a little bit, and after his first like counter-negotiation, they were just like, fuck you. you know? Yeah. So that that sucks. Devontae Smith had a good game. That's a it's a really good receiving core they have over there, man. Quez Watkins, Devonta Smith, and A.J. Brown. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah, not too shabby. So, yeah, the, the Eagles make another statement win in that one. Ends up costing John Robinson his GM role. Uh, let's hope he doesn't come back into the fold in New England, as it seems like so many guys do. And uh, next, Yeah, he's uh, gotten a lot of praise for that roster. <clears throat> well, there, which there are I don't some think really is... good picks out there. There are some real swings and misses. He was not yeah. responsible for Mariota. That was the year before he got there. So the trade up. To get was Mariota. he responsible for Derrick Henry? Yes, he was. Okay. Yeah, well, that's a great pick, Jeffrey there. Simmons. It's a second pick. rounder. Yeah, Harold Landry. Simmons. Did he draft Kevin Byard? Yep, drafted Kevin um, Byard. I think he drafted he drafted AJ Brown for sure. Yeah, um, a couple other so players. I mean, like a Dory Jackson. You look at that. That was a swing and a miss. Uh, they they drafted. He used to that. be with the Patriots, right? Yeah, John Robinson. John Robinson, yeah. Yeah, he was one of He used to uh, be with the Patriots. Yep. He was in the pro pro scouting department. So anyway, uh, where we're at right now, I mentioned the Patriots 6-6, and one game back from playoff contention. We have to wait until Monday night to see them play again to go against the Cardinals. And I was thinking 
oh, we got uh, an extra couple days rest coming off the Thursday night game. No, no, no. The Cardinals are coming off a full bye week. So they get a couple extra days rest for us. Plus, we're playing in Arizona, so there's a travel element to it. So that aspect is working against the Patriots in this game. Fortunately, the Arizona Cardinals are in the process of fully imploding. Offseason for them included uh, Kyler Murray basically holding them hostage with, uh, I don't even know if there was baseball talk or, or what it was, but it was basically pay me, pay me, pay me immediately. And everyone was like, you're only three seasons into the NFL. You haven't been that good. Maybe we shouldn't pay you right away. And sure enough, he got his bag of dough. And it's been all downhill, basically, from there. He throws his teammates under the bus. I've been saying for years that they hate him. The The coach doesn't seem like he wants to deal with them anymore. I don't know. The coach is probably done there. They're locked into Kyler Murray's contract. It's a kind of a mess. It Huge is a mess. mess. They have – I don't think – they're very good. They're very – they're very middling, I should say. They're very middling. They're like 20th-ranked offense, 21st-ranked defense. Kyler Murray's banged up with his hamstring. Tries to run way too much, but we have trouble with, with scram- quarterbacks. scrambling quarterbacks. We've seen that all year. Um, now, their their pass defense is 24th in the league, so that kind of gives me some optimism. But uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about this one? I, I'm 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 kind of fifty fifty on this one. I mean, I feel like we gotta win. You have to win. They're not very good. You will go over the teams that they their stats and the teams they've lost to. Um, they've lost to pretty much anyone that was decent. They beat the Raiders early. They beat the Panthers. They beat the Saints, who were all over the place, and they recently beat the Rams uh, three weeks ago. You know, and we all know what train wreck they've been. So, you know, they've lost to anyone that could really put a decent game together by any means. And I think Kyler Murray is such a little piece of crap back there. But you're right. He does. He's, He's the way, you know, he has a style to him that can beat the Patriots. He's, he's good at running around and, you know, scrambling rules type plays and stuff like that, which the Patriots are really not good at. And, um, you know, in the past defense, we kind of let things go running game. They're not that great. So we can kind of, yeah, well, you know, besides Kyler Murray, they're not that great. So we can shut them down. I would think, I mean, we got to beat them. We need a blowout. We need something. We need this. Yeah. This is a game to just throw shit at the wall. Like, let's let's just see what you can make happen. You have nothing to lose at this point. They need to start gaining some kind of momentum. This is a good game to do it. It's going to be nice out there. Well, Open things dope. up a little bit. Yeah. yeah, I know. The the Kyler Murray moving around with his legs worries me. I was thinking back to when we played them two years ago. I think that was his rookie year. Or maybe, no, it was his second year in the league. And uh, it was a game in Foxborough, Cam Newton leading the, in the, leading the Patriots. And we surprisingly won that game, and I think they they handed it off more than they threw it. The car, the Cardinals did, and we did a good job of corralling Kyler. I think he had a shoulder injury at the time, but uh, it was a good example of how they could contain him, at least contain his legs, keep him keep him in the pocket for the most part, hmm. and kind of use Kingsbury's patience against him to some extent. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just I feel like this team, the, being the Cardinals, they have a pretty low ceiling right now. You can't name one person on their offensive line. I had to look all these guys up. Uh, they they lost their tight end, Zach Ertz, already. They, they got some good talent receiver. DeAndre Hopkins, Belichick came out this week and said he's as good as anybody he's ever gone against at the receiver position, which spans 45 years of NFL history. So it's basically everyone outside <laughs> of Don Hudson. Uh, and then def- defensively, they're pretty old. They don't really have uh, those like take-it-away 
game breakers right now that that they have at some points in the past. Buda Baker still a really good player. They they got talent up and down, but some of it is is aged, and some of those guys aren't panning out quite as well as you might have thought when they were drafted. Isaiah Simmons comes to mind, kid out of Clemson. Uh, and then I think being in a dome actually is going to help the Patriots because our kicking game was really weak in the weather. You, we noticed mm-hmm. that on Nick Folk, kind of short on the field goal. I felt like a lot of our punts were short, especially compared to the Buffalo punter. So I think that's going to help us a little bit. And then they got back-to-back away games, right? This They got the Cardinals, then they got Vegas, and they're going to stay on the West Coast for this or, you know, in the Southwest somewhere during that span. So it's like that. It's kind of got a training camp feel for the team culture. So I think that that's a benefit. I, I'm not 100% on this game by any stretch, but I, I – I feel like this is a good opportunity for them to put it together. And then one more thing, Cardinals dead last in red zone defense. Perfect. Yeah, I heard that. We're we're one of the worst teams in red zone offense. They're the worst in red zone defense. Something's got to something's got to come to a head there. So, hopefully the Patriots can do something. Hopefully they can score a couple times in the red zone and it's it's not that bad. I'm looking at, you know, Arizona gives doesn't, you know, they give the ball up a decent amount. They don't give the um they don't take the ball away a lot. So, you know, maybe you can beat them there. We need to go, you know, a couple turnovers and score a few times. It doesn't sound like that. it's that hard. It doesn't sound like it's that hard to beat a shitty foreign, what are they, four and seven team? Um, but yeah. Shouldn't be. Doesn't, or four and eight, I'm sorry. Doesn't sound that hard. But, uh, you know, we look pretty bad against Buffalo. So who shows up? It's really, do we, do we show up and beat them and get a little momentum going in our way or not? I, I hope we do. I think we will. Bill beats up on these crappy teams. Yeah, hundred percent. Hey, the last time we we played them, we beat them twenty to seventeen, and Kyler Murray was kind of held in check. I think he only ran five times for like thirty-one yards. If they could do something like that again, I I think Uche has been really coming on as far he as has. he has containing game. the scramble. He had a great game. He was he was like I the think only him one. and Marcus Jones. Yeah, him and Marcus Jones were our best players last week. Um, Ramondre at times as well. Ramondre has been very consistent. I think it's a team that we can definitely beat. If you look at the playoff path, it's a team we have to beat because we have them, then the Raiders, and we have um, not, I don't know if it's in order, Miami, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. That's not in order. I'm not sure it's order, not. But, but those are the teams. Yeah. So I think you have to win at least two of the next five games, probably three of the next five games to make the playoffs, which as a Patriots fan, I want to do, but as like a supporter of the team and like not having Patricia back <laughs> next year, <laughs> I'm kind of, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say I'm rooting against, but you know, I just don't want to see this offense again next year. Um, yeah. It's a must have. This is a must have win. If it, we're going to make the playoffs, everything from here on out is really, well, no, 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 no. You don't, Pretty, you don't need to win all five games. You don't need but to win all need, five. Right. You do need okay. three out of five. I would say three. I would say three. If you want three, to be nine you're, and eight, you're lucky. You're lucky to make the playoffs at nine and eight. I think. Well, the Chargers could do us some favors, and you could yeah. probably, you could possibly sneak in with two of the next five. Be hard to do. You I mean, the Jets need the, to the Jets need to go on a slide. The Jets are still a game above you. They're looking. They're they're competitive. They're smelling yeah. it. Right. You need need one of those other teams to mess up too. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Jets, but Jets have a tough road ahead. Start. They this do week against. Buffalo. They do. They do have a tough road, but I mean, hey, before, who knows? Before we move on from this game, what do we got for predictions? Uh, I I'll go. I predicted last week. We all, hey, let me just say, JJ, 
Yeah. You predicted 33 points for the Pats last week. Yeah, it's not happening again this week. <laughs> I know. I predicted I was, 27 I, like an idiot. I was being um, optimistic. You're always optimistic. Not, not I mean, the case. This, are you? Are you starting to see the oh, yeah, garbage? We can't score more than 20 points in a game, and that's it. Yeah, it's not. It's not possible. Now Sean got it right. Sean predicted 20 for the Pats though last week, and we only had 10. I thought it was going to be some more garbage time stuff going on there. Uh, so yeah, this this well. week I got Patriots scoring more than 20, 23 wow. points, 23 points to 17 uh, for the Cardinals. I think that the Cardinals are going to make some boneheaded go for fourth and three from the Patriots 15 yard line at some point, maybe even twice compound mistake and they're going to get stopped and they're going to wish they had those three points back. I think that that's going to be a primary driver of the difference. Uh, I'll go 17, 10. I think we're going to win. I don't think it's going to be, I don't think we're going to make a lot of leaps and bounds here offensively. And I think our defense will hopefully come up with a good game plan against uh, just a mediocre offense at this point. I'm optimistically picking the Patriots to put up 15 points, 15 whole points. Um, <laughs> great achievement for the Patriots. 15 points. What's that, all field goals? Hold. It's, it's pretty much all field goals. Yep. And then um, Cardinals, 10. 15 10. Wow. Patriots. Let's go. Talk about boring games right there. Monday night football, nothing like it. <laughs> yeah. See this is what I'm seeing, dude. I'm just based on – I'm picking based on what I'm seeing. Yeah. I'm not seeing touchdowns. So – Makes sense. This is, this is where I'm at right now. You know what we'll be seeing on Thursday night is the streaking Las Vegas Raiders are playing the Rams in L.A. on Thursday night football. Uh, the Rams just claimed Baker Mayfield. It'd be a quick turnaround for him to to be on the field on Thursday. It's only two days away. Yeah. We're recording this on Tuesday night. Raiders have been looking good. I know we probably say this every time. There's a Rams. Why did game, Why did Baker get cut? Does anyone Baker know? Asked to get cut. He asked to get cut. He wants to go to the Niners, and the Niners said no, thank you. Well, <laughs> we don't know that. They might have put in a waiver claim, but the the Rams, being a worse team, have a priority on it. Now they but, would have to assume some of his contract, right? Yeah, if you claim, in order to pick some off a waiver, if you claim them off waivers, you claim their contract as is, minus any signing bonus money, which was already paid out by Cleveland, I think. So yeah, okay. so um, the Raiders are five and seven. They their playoff chances are even slimmer than the Patriots are right now. But this looks like a very winnable game, and what will effectively be a home game for the former LA Raiders. Yeah, have, have we ever I seen a, like this uh, is a mediocre game at best? I like when watching was the last Jacobs? time we saw. He is one I do of my too. Players I like watch. watching the Raiders. I like watching the Raiders, but they play fun games. The Rams suck, man. The Rams are so, so bad. bad. And Jacobs they don't have their first round pick. Yards. The Lions Jacobs have has... the Rams' first round pick. It's going to be top five. Well, this is what everyone feared Four with games. the Rams. If they were this bad and they gave away all that capital, what are they going to do? All that draft capital. And it's like, oh, now they're this bad. Now you're screwed for a long Jacobs has time. A... Jacobs has 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns. With five games to go, Adams has 1,176 yards and 12 touchdowns with five games to go. So as much as we've kind of been like, "Oh, Adams isn't getting the ball," he's having a great he's having a great season. Um, the Raiders are always fun to watch, especially the last few weeks. I think their last three games have gone like down to the wire, two overtime games at least, right? Yeah. So it's a fun team to watch. The Rams are god awful. I can't remember a Super Bowl team, Super Bowl champion team three and nine the next season it's got to be one of the worst 
That sounds um, amazing. They won last year. Yeah, it's, it's got to be one of the worst responses. The Broncos after, Super after Bowl victory. Peyton Manning retired were pretty bad, but not this bad. Yeah, this is horrific. Um, yeah, it's horrific. I think you have to go Vegas. <laughs> you have to go Vegas, right? I'm, gotta go. In this one, it's in. Yeah. It's in Vegas. Oh, is it no, in Vegas? What's SoFi? SoFi is L.A. Yeah, it's in L.A. But the Raiders have a ton of fans in L.A. from when they used to be there, and from you know N.W.A. and all that. So it's going to be all Raider fans there, per usual for the NWA. Rams playing, playing an away game at home. Okay, yeah, uh, I love this it. weekend. AFC North. Two AFC North tilts. It's actually a pretty pretty close division when you look at it. Eight and four, eight and four, five and seven, five and seven. Steelers and Ravens. We touched on it before. Ravens going into it with Huntley at quarterback. Uh, this is a, a tough spot for them going into Pittsburgh. TJ Watts there. Mick Fitzpatrick. Yep. We already talked about a tough spot for Huntley in a game I'd, they really need to win. Yeah, I'd love to see the Steelers just take this. It's. I mean, they're favored. Probably the first time all season, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean their their team's getting a little healthier. They're, hey, you you keep talking about Oakland making a push. Steelers are kind of right there too, you know, five and seven. Yeah. I mean, right. if they 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 can string a few games together here and uh, make a little bit of noise, yep. but you know, I I would like to see it. I'd really like to see the Ravens basically lose out. Would be fantastic. Um, right. You know. Steelers play the Ravens twice, the Panthers, the Browns, and the Raiders. So they could do it. Not the hardest schedule, to be completely honest. If the Ravens don't have Lamar Jackson for both of those games, I mean that's potentially two wins. So they got to take their opportunities when they got them like that. Yeah, you got to think the uh, the Bengals take control of that division this week, go nine and four, and then the Ravens drop to eight and five. I think the the outside teams looking in right now are the Patriots and the Chargers at six and six, and you have three five and seven teams looking in between the Raiders and the Browns and the Steelers. And I think the Steelers are kind of a sneaky one because they really haven't played very well this season. They've been very sporadic with their quarterback. Um, if they were going to sneak in, this would be the week to, to take advantage of a, of yeah. a Ravens team without their star quarterback. Definitely. Browns and Bengals also playing in the AFC North Battle of Ohio there. Bengals riding high. Browns looked really terrible in Deshaun Watson's first game in two years last week. So got to think the Bengals could hang on to that one. Yeah. Super rusty. Man, he did not look good. He threw that, that pick to Petrie. And the Houston Texans have a good player there. That Jalen Petrie, man, that kid can play. Their secondary is looking really like they have some pieces moving forward, even though they're 1-10-1, and, ten and one. <laughs> you know. But between him and Stingley, that's some nice little pieces to work around. As you go forward, I mean, they're they're basically a lock to get the number one pick, too, and, and probably a quarterback in there. Got to be. Just got to be. Uh, let's see. AFC East, Jets and Bills. We teased this before. Jets Huge. got the best of the Bills last time these teams faced off uh, in, a, in a really surprising upset, a game that Zach Wilson was quarterback for, oddly enough. Mike White's going to start this game. The Bills are looking pretty good. They come in off some extra rest after the Thursday night football game last week in New England. Uh, Bills have a lot to play for right now. They finally have that number one overall seed uh, in the standings currently in the AFC, and they just got to take care of business and hang on to it. At least that's got to be their mentality going. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, from, uh, you know, I do think the Jets are going to make it a game for sure. Uh, Maybe somewhere along the lines of 
the Minnesota game, maybe not that much where they're, where they're in it the whole time. They're never really out of it, but I I'd expect the bills to win. I'm personally going to be sadly rooting for the bills because I would much rather the jets be seven and six than the bills be nine and four. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd like the bills to be able to take care of business at home. So it helps the Patriots playoff chances. Ryan might not feel that way, but, um, no, I do. I, I do. Think, I, I want know. the bills to take this one. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think right, that yeah. helps. I mean, I think they the should, they looked like they could have, you know, the game never got away from us last week, but they looked like they could have toyed with us. And I think they're just at that part of the season where things are still clicking and they just know what's up. Yeah. Look, I don't want to finish fourth in the division. You know, if the bills win this game brings the jets to seven and six. And then if we beat the Cardinals, we're seven and six, we're third in the division. So I definitely want the bills to win this game. Um, it's in Buffalo. I would think that Buffalo would be a, a pretty good favorite, even though the Jets have been playing pretty well with uh, Mike uh, Mike White there. Um, I think I definitely want to play Garrett Wilson this week. I feel like he's been unlocked in fantasy. So, <laughs> yeah, right. If that's the one thing I get out of this game is some Garrett Wilson touchdowns, <laughs> then I'll take that. Keep an eye on that weather. Make sure it's not too windy. All right, the, he's been the- fantastic. He's, He's been, been fantastic terrific. under every quarterback other than Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah. anybody that can actually throw to him. Yeah, um, exactly. The other AFC East team, Miami Dolphins, going to Los Angeles. I wonder if they stayed on the West Coast after being in San Fran last week. But they're going to L.A. to play the Chargers. And after the way that Tua looked with that pass rush, I was like, ooh, can the Chargers do enough in the pass rush to disrupt them? But Joey mm-hmm. Bose is out. I don't know that that they really have enough juice in the rest of those guys. And the way that defense has looked so far this year, the Chargers defense, I just don't see them containing the offense. So I, I think the Dolphins are going to win even on the road. Uh, I hope they don't, but that's the way I see this one playing out. Yeah, I'll be rooting for the Chargers all the way along. Um, but yeah, the Dolphins just have so much firepower, and the Chargers just can't figure things out. They have so much talent, as we were talking about earlier. Their coaching, their decision-making – uh, just making Herbert throw the ball a million times is no um, secret to success. So, um, yeah, I think Dolphins win, but I'll be rooting for the Chargers. Yeah, the Chargers are going to have a tough time, I think, here. And I want the Chargers to win this game, even though it really doesn't help the Patriots if they do. Um, I think Miami is is pretty much fast-tracked for the playoffs at this point. Um, looking at Miami's Trey got a Pipkins tough schedule, though, coming out, man. Is Trey Pipkins is, I think, their second-string right tackle. He's, he's not playing. Um, his knee is bothering him. Mike Williams still not practicing. Miami's, it, Miami's very explosive on offense. Um, defense is not horrible. I think I think Miami takes this one, but I would I, I just don't like Miami. I want to yeah. see the Chargers win it. Yeah, no, I know. Same. I know. It's probably better for the Patriots if Miami does win, but yeah. Well, my, I don't dude, see it. Miami, they're next after the Chargers. It's the Bills, the Packers, the Patriots, the Jets. I mean. That's not the easiest schedule, uh, you know. I don't Packers know about the Packers. Patriots should be pretty easy to beat for them. No, not if we're if we're fighting for a spot. It's in New England. It's going to be freezing. That's true. That's, that's true. A, that's a New tough Year's game Day. for them. It's a tough that's game a New for Year's them. Day game. Yeah, Little hopefully they're yeah, partying thing. it up on New Year's Eve. You're right. Looks like uh, Derwin James's hip is bothering him a little bit too. Khalil Max resting. Uh, Kenneth Murray's got a wrist problem. It's not that good going against that offense, man. That offense is is pretty legit. Tua, you have to say, has been one of the better quarterbacks in the league this year when he's been healthy. Definitely. Um, 
which he's is playing which well. Is crazy to say. I feel like Mike McDaniel has really unlocked him to be kind of like you know not not special, but he doesn't need to be special, right? Well, you know, with those, I, with those guys around him, I feel he just like needs my, to be efficient. Miami, I feel like has shown you when you bring in a, co- a coach that is very offensive minded, how they can turn around. I mean, obviously they got Tariq Hill. But besides that, he's definitely turned it around for Tua. Tua was not the player. He's figured out how to put Tua in a position to be successful. That's what he did. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're seeing that around the the league too, right? Like we're seeing that around the league, like guys with like somewhat decent talent. If they're coached right, you can win a lot of games with those guys. Jalen Hurts really stands out to me. Um, And and Tua is the other one, the, the Alabama guys. If you can get right the right coaching and the right pieces around these guys on offense, then I mean you can make something out of it. So, yeah, yeah. That's the story I mean, with Jared Goff in L.A. That was the story there. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Moving to the NFC, uh, what might be the most entertaining game of the week? I'm not sure, but Vikings against Lions. A Lions what? team is favored in this game. Yeah. How is that possible? Like Vikings ten and two, the Lions. Five and seven. Why are the uh, Lions favored? Because they're coming in on a winning streak, and the Vikings look very beatable. And then you find out at the end of the game that you didn't beat the Vikings. It's like every week. With and the the Lions put up, they put up forty five points last week, something like that. They really took it to the Jaguars and really dismantled them. Uh, Jaguars are like, what are the Jaguars? Four and something? Four and eight? I don't know, but they put up forty points. How so, are they? How that's the well, that's ridiculous. I mean, I don't even like the Vikings. That's just disrespectful. Like we're gonna right, let's put it differently. the The Lions have a pretty good offense. The Vikings have yeah. a pretty good offense. Okay. The Lions have an atrocious defense, and the yep. Vikings have a pretty damn bad defense. At least from twenty to twenty, they're pretty good in the red zone. But from twenty to twenty, they're not good. So I'm just thinking there's going to be a lot of ball movement in this game. No, there will be. I just don't understand I I... how their Lions are favored. So absurd. Lions have won I love four the Lions out of five games, game. and the only one they lost was that one they should have won against the Bills on Thanksgiving. I'm not a gambling guy. I, I cool. wish I was because I would love to pick the Lions in this game. They have so <laughs> many guys coming back off of injury in this game. Penny Sewell's healthy. Ragnow's healthy. Okuda's coming back from concussion. Uh, Melifon was coming back from, from illness. Um, they got Jamison Williams back, uh, who's their number one pick. We know how explosive he is from Alabama. He he played last week. He, they like just gave him a look to like get him out there. I don't know what it is, man. I just really like the Lions at home in this game. They've been putting up points. The, it's not just the you; it's everybody. Vikings, yeah. So the Vikings' defense is is not really impressive either, and they've been really skating along, eking out these wins, kind of kind of luckily. And I think the Lions are playing well, man. They beat the. Didn't they beat the shit out of Jacksonville last week? Sure yeah, did. that's what Sean was just saying. They scored 40 40 to 14, man. That's a 4 and 8 yeah. shit team. <laughs> still. Still. Yeah, uh, it is it is a 4 and 8 team, but it's not like the worst team. I mean, like Jaguars can put up points. You know, we've seen that a couple times this year, so I don't know. Yeah, I kind of like the Lions this week. No, I'm going to take the Vikings just so they fail. <laughs> Good, one. Good one. Yeah. The I'm on Ross Saint the reverse jinx. Saint Brown's been f- on fire too. What did what did he have last week? He had a kickoff had return a game. or a punt return or something. Um, he had eleven catches for hundred fourteen yards and two touchdowns. Kid's yeah. fucking good, man. I like that kid. 
He's real good. <clears throat> Couple other NFC games. Uh, NFC East, Philadelphia playing the New York Giants. I think the Giants have been exposed over the last month, and they they got out to a pretty good schedule, a uh, pretty good record early in the season where they were eking out wins. Not really going their mm-hmm. their way lately, and that Eagles team looks like a steamroller. Yeah. It's just going to be a one sided game. Yeah, I don't the think Giants injury there. report. The Giants injury report is like the longest list. <laughs> It's got to be 20 guys on there, man. Um, not that good on offense, not that good on defense. They just they just play hard, you know? Yeah. But I definitely don't see them winning this game. Philly will take care of business. And then the, the last game I had on my list, Buccaneers 49ers. Always a fun game when Tom Brady goes back to the Bay Area, back to his home hometown. Uh, he's going up against, we mentioned it, uh, Brock Purdy, Bryce Purdy. I don't even remember remember the guy's name. He's irrelevant. Brock, Brock. Remember? Yeah, uh, Mr. Irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Brock Purdy in his first career, what will be his first career start, going up against the GOAT, who's coming off yet another fourth quarter victory, uh, fourth quarter comeback victory. Uh, it's just kind of a fun game. I don't know what to expect that it the is. Buccaneers offense doesn't seem to function unless they're losing in the fourth quarter. And the, the 49ers defense presents such a matchup problem. I'm curious to see how Tom Brady plays. I know. I mean, you, the way the Bucks have been playing so hot and cold, the Niners' defense is going to take it to them. I mean, if they can score any points, they might win this game. I don't know what's been going on with Mike Evans and Brady. Uh, their connection in the past has been so good. But recently, you know, in this past game, it's just they're they're off. They're not – Evans is in the right spot yeah. or Brady's not – in the right spot. I don't throw into the right spot. I don't know what it is. Something's off and I'm going to take the bucks though. I think the bucks will win, but the Niners could easily take that game. Okay. So I watched the Tampa Bay game last night and I, and I thought for like at least like 80% of the game, I thought the timing was off with Tampa Bay's receivers and Brady mainly due to to pressure on Brady. Um, Tampa Bay doesn't look right to me, you know, as far as overall on a whole, I think San Francisco should win this game for sure. Um, so that's what I'm going to That's what I'm going to go. Uh, San Francisco wins this game. San Fran favored by three and a half points right now. Okay. No I know they don't have a quarterback right now. Who's their quarterback? Purdy. I mean, he just got to get the ball to those playmakers and let them do what they do, you know? Yeah. And, and even with that, that quarterback, I, I just think the San Francisco 49ers have just a, a better team right now. They're better coached. Definitely. Definitely better coached. Yes to both of those things, but number 12 is on the other team. Pretty awesome. True. It's true. Uh, he won that game last night by himself. Like, he's fucking incredible, man. Yeah. I don't care. Even at this age, he's just he's it's a insane. legend, man. That was awesome. It's insane that, awesome. that he could still do that. He keeps adding to the legend, too. All right. It does. What else? Well, Houston, Dallas gives a fuck. Yep. Right? <laughs> Jacksonville, Tennessee. Meh. No one cares. Carolina, Seattle? No, no, that's not it either. Okay. Yeah, I think we covered it. Week 14 of the NFL. Uh, we got a, a big one Monday night. So basically the season, the pl- our playoff hopes are, are more or less on the line in this yeah. one. And uh, maybe we'll get some help yeah, on Sunday win the it. same way we did last Sunday. Be nice. Be nice. It would right. be nice. We'll take it. We will... Uh, wrap it up here thank you all for listening and we'll be back next week for more patriots podcast see ya all right guys see ya adios